through Zoom. And with that, I will move to call roll. Commissioner Saad. Here. Commissioner Graff. Here. Commissioner Feller. Here. Vice Chair Junius. Present. Chair Luxembourg. Here. We have a chief quorum. Thank you. Uh, first item, of the, uh, next item of the agenda is approval of the agenda. I'm looking for a motion to approve the agenda. So moved. Second. Uh, Director Phipps, can you call roll? Commissioner Saad. Yes. Commissioner Graff. Yes. Commissioner Feller. Yes. Vice Chair Junius. Yes. Chair Luxembourg. Yes. Motion passes. Next item is public comments for items that are not on the agenda this evening. Uh, Director Phipps, can you uh, instruct people on how to provide comments? Thank you. Yes, thank you, Chair. This is the time for the Planning Commission to hear from citizens regarding matters that are not on the agenda. Except in very limited situations, state law precludes the Planning Commission from taking action on or engaging in discussions concerning items of business that are not on the agenda. However, the Planning Commission may refer matters not on the agenda to staff or direct the subject to be agendized at a future meeting. Video or audio public comment participation is limited to three minutes per speaker. If you would like to make a comment, please raise your hand in person or in the Zoom application, and you will be called upon when it is your time to speak. To raise your hand from a phone, press star nine. Each speaker will be notified when the time has elapsed. Thank you. I'm not seeing any in the audience. Are you seeing any on Zoom? Seeing one hand raised in the audience. Sir, if you could please approach the, the dais, uh, state your name and your address for the record. Oh, okay, wonderful. Well, then please hold your public comment until that item is being addressed on the agenda. Thank you. With, uh, with that, we'll close item three and move on to Planning Commission minutes. I'm looking for a, a motion to approve the minutes that are attached to the agenda. So moved. Second. Uh, any questions or comments from any of the commissioners? Uh, with that, can uh, Director Phipps, can you take the roll, please? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Saad? Yes. Commissioner Graff? Yes. Commissioner Feller? Yes. Vice Chair Junius? Yes. Chair Luxembourg? Yes. Motion passes. Next item on the agenda is communications. Uh, Director Phipps, can we have an update from uh, staff, please? Yes, thank you, Chair. Um, regarding CDD staffing, human resources staff and I recently solicited for the position, and, and excuse me, resolicited for the position of building official. We will be reviewing applications submitted following the closures of the application submittal period, which will be around um, the middle of May. So we'll keep you posted on that. Regarding the housing element, CDD anticipates receiving a comment letter from HCD staff. Uh, containing their comments in connection with our adopted housing element by the end of this month. We will keep you posted on housing element related updates as we receive them as well. Um, and quick point regarding last evening's council meeting. City Council gave direction to city manager and staff to work with New City America Incorporated in scheduling an initial meeting to participate in a business roundtable discussion. Um, this would be facilitated by the Chamber of Commerce with the goal of gauging initial attitudes as related to a potential business improvement district in the city's downtown commercial district. Uh, and staff look forward to working with New City America and the chamber on this initial roundtable. And uh, as always, we will keep the commissioners apprised of any updates. Thank you. That will do it for CDD updates. Uh, thank you, Director Phipps. Uh, it's nice to hear that there's been some progress with HCD on the housing element. 
And yes, if you could keep us updated on this business roundtable, that would be appreciated. Questions from other commissioners of Director Phipps at this time? Uh, with that, uh, City Attorney Rudin, do you have any comments this evening? No, no, I do not. Okay, we appreciate that. We will move on to report outs from subcommittees. Uh, the first is the uh, Objective Design and Development Standards Subcommittee. Uh, uh, Commissioner Feller, Vice Chair Junius, uh, updates in that regard. Nothing much to report, Chair. Um, we're still waiting for the consultants, I think, to get back with us after the hearing about a month ago with uh, next steps. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, how about uh, the California Housing Legislation Working Group, uh, Vice Chair Junius and myself, uh, updates from the state uh, with regard to any new legislation? Um, no, no, nothing to add to that long list um, from last time. I will be tracking those and reporting as, um, as needed or helpful in the, in the coming months throughout the year. I would note that um, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals did toss out Berkeley's natural gas ban um, and that, that we're looking at that decision pretty carefully in my law office um, and that might be a problem for other cities as well. That's probably not just limited to Berkeley, so interesting times ahead. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, standard conditions of approval for resolutions. Uh, Director Phipps, uh, you're going to look to schedule a meeting in the next few weeks, uh, next month on, on that item? Yes, Chair. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ferry Landslide Working Group, have we heard any more? For, is there a meeting set up yet or that has not yet been scheduled? There is no meeting set up at this time. We're still waiting to hear from Director McGowan, and I would ask uh, Director Phipps if you could kindly touch base with Director McGowan and, and ask him about a timeline for that because we'd like to get that back to the commission as well. Thank you. And uh, I, I will do that, uh, Commissioner. Thank you. And just as a follow-on FYI, um, Director McGowan and I had an opportunity to discuss phase two with um, the consultant. And one of our uh, points of priority was to finalize phase one. Um, so we will be working on that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, the next item is Housing Element Working Group. In addition to uh, Director Phipps' comments, or any additions, uh, Commissioner Saad? Nothing new to Director Phipps' update. Thank you. Uh, Parklets, uh, Director Phipps, uh, again on that one, we're also looking to schedule a meeting maybe in the next four or five weeks. Yes, Chair. Thank you very much. Uh, master Plan Working Group, uh, Commissioner Saad, Commissioner Feller, Commissioner Feller. We've had uh, some back and forth with the city attorney in terms of scoping and what is a superior document over a master plan as it relates to the general plan. I think we have um, responded to that and we will continue to coordinate with the city attorney offline and bring any updates back to this commission as, as we have them. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Feller. Uh, the Landslide Task Force, also Commissioner Feller. <laughs> Yes, we did have a meeting uh, last week. It was a kickoff meeting with Director McGowan of Department of Public Works and Miller Pacific and the uh, Landslide Task Force that had been retired uh, back in 2019 after we uh, presented to the City uh, Council and had our report and all of our recommendations ratified. So this is some of that ongoing work in terms of the recommendations. Uh, Miller Pacific has already come back. They seem very organized and on it. And just to be clear that the scope of that work is really a citywide uh, geological hazard study. It is not to fix every um, uh, mudslide or sloughing off or anything like that. And 
uh, we will be kept up to date on a monthly basis and uh, uh, Director McGowan will probably have us meet once a month as well. So I will keep this commission and the public uh, up to speed on, on any updates as we get them. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Fowler. Uh, those updates are really helpful for this whole commission, so we appreciate that. Uh, next item is public hearings. Uh, at this point, uh, we'll talk about ex parte communications. I'll start with uh, Vice Chair Dooney. Commissioner Saad. Nothing to report. Uh, Commissioner Graff. Uh, no ex parte communications. Commissioner Feller. Nothing to report. Thank you. Uh, uh, I also have nothing to report on the ex parte. I'm going to, Vice Chair Junius, do you need to comment on 60 Woodward? Yeah, I'll be recusing myself from 60 Woodward as I live within 500 feet. Um, call me when you're done. Thank you very much. Uh, with that, we'll go on to the first. Um, uh, actually, uh, Commissioner Junius, I realize it's the second item, so you can sit for another couple of minutes. Uh, sorry about that. I jumped the gun. Uh, the first item is 170 Gate 5 Road, uh, which uh, we continued to a uh, date certain. That date certain was this evening. Uh, but at this point, uh, I understand that they're not yet ready for that item, and we're going to continue that. Is there further information, Director Phipps? Yeah, correct. Um, so applicant is working on a resubmittal. Uh, we were not able to prepare the resubmittal for this hearing. Um, however, it should be ready, we believe, by the end uh, uh, for the second hearing in May. I'd like to request that Council continue this item to a date uncertain, however, based on uh, follow-on discussions with the applicant. Uh, thank you, Director Phipps. I'll look for a motion to continue this to a date uncertain. Motion to continue item 6A to a date uncertain. Second. I would recommend we take public comment just in case. Uh, okay. Thank you uh, for reminding us, uh, uh, City Attorney Rudin. Uh, at this point, we'll look for any public comment on item 6A, uh, 170 Gate 5 Road. Seeing none, Chair. Uh, thank you. Uh, with that, we'll close public comment and uh, look for a motion. Did we have a motion? We have, motion. We have a motion on the floor. Uh, Director Phipps, please call roll. Thank you. Commissioner Saad. Yes. Commissioner Graff? Yes. Commissioner Feller? Yes. Vice Chair Junius? Yes. Chair Luxembourg? Yes. Motion passes. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair Junius. Now you can uh, exit. Uh, item uh, 6B is uh, 60 Woodward Avenue. Uh, this is an item that is, uh, was continued from a previous meeting, so Ms. Gonzalez is going to do a staff presentation. Uh, if you could just focus on any changes since the last part of the hearing because this is just a continuation. I will turn it over to you at this time. Thank you. Yes, I will do that. Um, let me share my screen. Okay. Um, on the this item was presented to you March 1st. One of the uh, items that you requested was that the applicant return with a more in-depth um, arborist report with the recommendation to remove the South and Magnolia. Um, the applicant did that. Um, so they updated the report and they took into consideration your comment that you wanted a more mature tree to replace that tree. They had originally proposed a Japanese uh, maple tree, a five gallon, 
and they updated it to a 10 gallon. Um, however, the new updated arborist report also recommends a removal of two additional trees, um, two glossy privets, which would be um, along the proposed driveway, well, existing driveway and proposed driveway redesign. Um, and they propose to replace those two with two uh, manzanita. We also updated the, the staff report um, to move the zoning analysis summary table towards the front of that report. We included information regarding the historic determination, um, how staff concluded that that site was not of any uh, historical significance. Um, additionally, the director, um, Director Phibbs, also met with um, the chair of the Historic Preservation Commission, and she confirmed that um, she wouldn't, they wouldn't consider that a site of historical significance. And we added additional information um, regarding the, the notice and um, correspondence for this um, project. Um, I want to show you the proposed landscape that shows the protected magnolia, which is in the rear of the, um, of the driveway. I'm not sure if you can see my cursor. It's circling on top of the um, proposed existing driveway. The new tree that will replace it will be along the steps right here off of um, Woodward Avenue. And then um, the existing two glossy privets are um, towards 68 Woodward Avenue, those two will be removed and they will um, replace them with two manzanita that will sit further back and will have more space to grow on there. Um, we provided some some pictures just showing where the current Southern Magnolia is located. Um, it's a very, it doesn't have room for growth. Um, the crown is tilted on one side because it's right, it's um, hitting the existing detached garage. And we also provided, Darbers provided pictures of the glossy privets and how they're right off the um, existing driveway. The existing materials that they proposed, um, they kept them the same. Um, you didn't have any issues with that. So everything else the same. The only thing that was updated was the Arbor's report. Um, again, the project is exempt from CEQA, um, subject to sections 15301 and section 1303. Staff made the findings for all of the applications requested for this um, proposal. The design review, height and review, variance, preservation of trees and views, and encroachment um, review and agreements. And staff recommends um, the approval of the design review with height and um, review the variance, the tree removal permit, and the encroachment agreement for the project as proposed subject to conditions of approval. Alternatively, the planning commission may continue the hearing for additional information and or project revisions or direct staff to prepare a solution for denial um, stating specific reasons. Any one or more of the findings cannot be made. That concludes my presentation. I'm available for questions. Uh, thank you, Ms. Gonzalez. Thank you for uh, updating us since the last hearing. Uh, one quick question to think about while we uh, uh, take other questions as well. Condition number four, our standard condition now is to require a tree to be installed within two weeks of removal. And when we have a tree permit, that is totally logical. Do you know uh, if in order to replace that magnolia tree, 
if they take the tree out during the demolition, do they need to wait till the construction is finished before installing uh, a new tree? Because the new tree could get damaged. That's what my concern is. That would be ideal. Okay, yes. so I just think we need to tweak that wording so that it's tied to completion of construction uh, prior to uh, finish of construction, but after the, some way to say that so that uh, we have a date in there, but it's not uh, based on the removal of the tree. It's based on the progress of the construction. So. Okay, yeah, we can update it to fire prior to um, final permit, um, final inspection or certificate, certificate of occupancy or something like that, yeah. That would be helpful. So okay. uh, other questions from commissioners? No questions at this time. Uh, we'll ask the applicant to provide an update from the last meeting if they so choose. Uh, if you could give name and address for the record, that would be appreciated. Thank you. And just for applicant certification, you have 15 minutes. Um, if you finish within the 15 minutes, you can use your reserve time following public comment. Thank you. Uh, good evening, commissioners. My name is Lucas Eastwood. I'm the project sponsor for 60 Woodward Avenue. Um, yeah, we attended a hearing uh, on March 1st seeking a variance to increase our lot coverage from 40.9% to 40.3%, or sorry, 40.9% to 43.7%. The application is to demolish the existing detached street level garage and add a new attached garage and driveway as well as remodel the interior of the existing home and replace the exteriors, doors, windows, roof, and siding in kind. The project was subject to a design review with heightened review, a variance, a tree removal permit, and an encroachment agreement. After a discussion with the commissioners on March 1st, the commission found that the project was largely supportable on the conditions that we provide, a more substantial arborist report, improve our landscape plan, and perform a historic resource evaluation. We submitted the Arbor Support and revised landscape plan, and the department has conducted an internal historic resource evaluation and found that this home is not a contributing resource. <clears throat> the arborist calls out for the removal of a southern magnolia, which is necessary for a new driveway and has been flagged by the arborist as being located in a suboptimal location for long-term viability, given its proximity to the existing attached garage. We propose to replace the Southern Magnolia with a Japanese maple in an alternative location. Secondly, the report calls out the removal of two glossy privets, which are in the path of the widened driveway, which has been deemed necessary by the fire department. We propose to replace those two glossy privets with two manzanitas in an alternative location. We understand how critical and delicate the vegetation is across this project site and beyond. We've worked hard to develop a plan that maintains as much of the existing natural vegetation as possible. We ask that this project is approved without conditions. Myself and my team are available for any questions. Thank you. So you have 1247 to uh, respond to any comments uh, with uh, the public when we resume. But prior to that, we will see if there's any questions from the commissioners. Uh, commissioners, okay. any questions of the applicant this time? Okay, so uh, with that, uh, you can have a seat. We're gonna open it up for public comment on, on this item. Director Phipps, if you could run that for us, please. Yes, uh, looking to the audience for raised hands. 
Seeing none. Looking to the Zoom application for raised hands. Seeing none. Uh, thank you, Director Phipps. Uh, with that, we'll bring it back up to the dais. Uh, commissioners were looking for a motion and then discussion. Um, first of all, I want to thank the applicant and um, uh, Magda for uh, following up on these several items that um, were holding us up to make the findings at, at the last hearing. So thank you uh, very much for, uh, for the due diligence in doing that. Uh, and uh, Chair Luxembourg, thank you for catching uh, that condition piece in terms of uh, when to plant uh, the, the new species. Uh, I don't have any other substantive comments other than I'm ready to make a motion to uh, approve this project with uh, the one caveat that Chair Luxembourg had mentioned before. Doctor. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Feller. Are, you, are we going to tie that within two weeks prior to final inspection or is there another trigger? Uh, Director Phipps, is there a logical trigger that you think might be better than the final inspection? <coughs> We could say, uh, I was going to suggest perhaps within two weeks of, of the completion of construction. Um, however, I, I think final inspection might be a, a more clear trigger for that as that will occur following completion of construction. So I'm just fine with that. I, I will amend my, my uh, motion to, to accept that um, definition. And me as well. Okay. Uh, any further comments from commissioners? Uh, with that, uh, to, uh, Director Phipps, please take the roll. Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Saad? Yes. Commissioner Graff? Yes. Commissioner Feller? Yes. Vice Chair Junius? Is not here. Please. Chair Luxembourg? <laughs> uh, yes. The motion passes. Uh, thank you. We will move on to uh, next, next, next item, and if you can go get uh, Vice Chair Junius. Thank you. And just for the record, Vice Chair Junius recused himself for that previous item, and that is why he was not um, making a vote. Thank you. Uh, we're now on to item 6C, that's 660 Bridgeway, uh, for a certificate of appropriate design review, conditional use permit, encroachment agreement, sign permit, uh, and we'll be looking for a staff report from Kristen Teague. How are you this evening? Fine, thank you. Nice to see you all. Um, just for the record, it's 666 Bridgeway, not 660. Um, Apologize for that. <laughs> the subject site's a historic structure located in the historic downtown overlay district. The applicants filed applications for a certificate of appropriateness, design review, conditional use permit, and sign permits to facilitate the rehabilitation and remodeling of the historic front facade. As proposed, the scope of work includes new paint on both floors of all the trim and wood moldings, replacing dilapidated tiles above and below the storefront windows around the facade, the entrance, um, new awning to replace the existing awning and a new sign fa uh, facade signage. Staff has reviewed the proposed signage and just wanted to note, and it's in the staff report, that the dimensions of the blade sign are slightly too large, and we included a condition of approval to scale it down to the maximum six square feet permitted. The proposed project's been evaluated by the city's historic consulting archi architect, Jerry Holan, who determined that it was in compliance with the Secretary of the Interior's standards for rehabilitation of historic structures. And it also was presented to the Heritage Board uh, during two meetings on um, 
I lost my place. Um, in March 16th and April 14th, and the ultimate decision of the board was to recommend approval, subject to a requested condition that they want the con commission to impose, requiring that the paint palette be expanded by about one to two colors, and that you require they return to a subcommittee of the board to look at the paint color selections and approve it. With regard to the Certificate of Appropriateness and Design Review, staff is supportive of the application, finds it to be attractive and appropriate for the historic resource. The remaining character-defining features will not be altered. The replacement of the 1970s-era tile with decorative wood bulkheads to match the bay window above is much more appropriate in keeping with its historic character. With regard to the conditional use permit, although this technically meets the criteria for a formula retail because the owner owns a few other stores in the surrounding communities. Um, we have found that the use would complement and enhance the range of uses currently operating in the downtown commercial zoning district. Due to the number of unique and individually operated stores downtown, it will not result in an overabundance of formula retail, retail stores. And um, it will actually add to the range of clothing stores and other retail services offered and hopefully help draw shoppers to the downtown. In addition, the applicant has not proposed any formulaic materials on the front or signage. It's all very individual and appropriate for the historic resource. Uh, the last item that I haven't discussed is the signs. The signs do generally comply with the um, zoning, they have proposed a maximum of about 16 square feet of signage total, where about 25.75 square feet could be permitted under the code. Um, they are attractive in keeping with the historic character of the building and um, consistent with signs located throughout the downtown. So ultimately, we have recommended approval of the project and provided you with a resolution of approval for your consideration. Uh, thank you very much. I want to thank you for what was an excellent staff report and an excellent presentation. Thank you. Uh, at this point, we'll take questions from uh, commissioners. Commissioner Graff. Yeah, would you um, clarify the, the issue about the color again? I didn't quite get that. Well, being a historic building, traditionally, a building like this would likely have a minimum of four colors in its original historic palette. The applicant has proposed a two-tone color palette of whites, which isn't, a, you know, a bad thing. It's just not entirely in keeping with what the historic commission would like to see in terms of bringing it back to a more historic presentation. Having said that, paint is replaceable, and it's not permanent. So. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Other questions, Commissioner Graff? No. Uh, Commissioner Fella. Uh, thank you again for the staff report. Uh, I just had a quick question regarding the signage. You said it generally complies. Right. The blade sign is 7 square feet or 7.5 square feet where it needs to be 6 according to our code. So I put in a condition requiring they scale down the dimensions to okay. 6. And that's yeah. the only, the, the blade sign is the only, okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Other questions of staff? Okay. I, I have one. Um, uh, Vice Chair on, the, on the paint color, did I hear you say that there's a condition to be added regarding the paint color? They, or the board has, or commission, sorry, in Larkspur they were called the board and I keep slipping. That's okay. uh, the commission has requested a condition of approval be included in your action requiring one to two additional 
colors in the paint palette and that they have the opportunity to review it and formally approve it as a small subcommittee. Two members appointed themselves to that. They being the HPC, the Historic yes. Preservation Commission. Mm -hmm. But that, that condition is not in our packet right now. It's just It's a, in the uh, resolution of approval by the Heritage Board. By the Heritage Board, okay. Mm -hmm. And we would our just commission. transfer that condition over to this. Our, our if motion. you agree with it, yes. It. Understood. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So can I ask a follow-on question to that? So if, if it goes back to HPC's subcommittee to look at the paint color, then does it has to have to come back to us again? No, that wasn't we'll the intent. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Other questions from commission members? Uh, with that, uh, we will turn it over to the applicant for a presentation. Is the applicant here? The applicant is traveling in Europe and is probably on the Zoom, but he cannot be here in person. Uh, okay, and the applicant is name? Ali Haidari. Okay, that's what I was guessing, so. Uh, Mr. Hadari, you uh, uh, have the floor. If you, I think uh, the Zoom team is unmuting you and uh, allowing you to share your video and your screen. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Good. Uh, good evening to you. Um, I, Christian, uh, have done an excellent job explaining. I have nothing further to add unless there's any questions for me. Um, it is almost four o'clock in the morning in uh, in Europe, so um, uh, it's it's uh, been a, a very nice project working with the city uh, and the planner has been very helpful. So I'm glad we are here at this point. With regards to colors, we're going to work uh, closely with hoping uh, to add another one or two colors to uh, uh, for this facade. So. Other than that, I have nothing else uh, to uh, to add. If there's any question, I'll be happy to uh, answer them. Thank you very much. A couple of quick questions. Uh, first is, I just want to confirm. I looked at the uh, Amorvert website and I saw four other locations that they have with uh, you know where they have other stores. All of them seem like they the storefronts were completely different, different materials. Some glass, some brick. And so I just wanted you to confirm uh, that the, this location has been specifically tailored to the building at 666 Bridgeway and the, and the character in Sausalito and its visual appearance is not homogenous with its other establishments in other communities. I just wanted you to confirm that for the record if you could. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Um, every store uh, that we have been involved with, with, with the client, with Amorwerk, they're all uh, specific storefronts, or even if they're in shopping, like in in uh, in San Jose, they have their own specific storefronts. We don't have a formula to say it has to be this color or that color. So you're correct. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you very much. The other question is just uh, a curiosity: uh, the, these drawings do not have the architect's name on the drawings. There, it's like the the there's a blank. Uh, for where the architect's name is. The architect's name is in the staff report. Is there a reason the architect's name is not on the drawings themselves? It should be, I'm, I'm sorry, it should be on the title sheet, the name of all the consultants. And okay. if we miss that, then uh, that's our fault, but it should be in the title sheet. Okay, um, uh, it would be helpful if it was on each sheet and where it normally is, but that's fine. Uh, with that, are there other questions from other uh, commissioners? Uh, not seeing any uh, at this time, uh, 
do you have any other additional response, Mr. Hadari? No, thank you very much. Thanks for everybody's time. Okay, we're going to open it up for public comment, and then you'll have another opportunity if, if you have any further comments. Uh, at this point, Director Phipps, if you could uh, handle public comment. Looking for hands in the audience, seeing none. Looking for hands in the Zoom application, seeing none. Uh, thank you, Director Phipps. Uh, uh, Mr. Hadari, do you have any further comments before we bring it back to the dais? No, thank you. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I'll bring it up to the dais. I'm looking for a motion. Uh, Motion for approval. Uh, does anybody want to make a motion to that aspect? Uh, I shall move. And uh, Commissioner Graff, does that motion include the recommendation that go back to the his, uh, Historical Commission for the colors? Uh, yes, okay. it does. Uh, so we will take that that recommendation from the uh, historic uh, approval and put it in our resolution as well. Is there a second to that motion? I'll second. Okay. Uh, further questions or comments? Uh, Vice Chair Junius. I appreciate that, Chair. Uh, I think this one's going to go quickly, and I think it's a fabulous little project and is not going to have any issues here. I, I did want to comment. This is the first time I've seen a formula retail project come before the, uh, the Planning Commission here, and I'm extremely familiar with this issue in other jurisdictions. I'm a bit shocked at the, <laughs> the ordinance here where we have virtually no wiggle room. Um, I just a comment that maybe at some point the City Council and the Planning Commission should look at you know liberalizing this rule a little bit so that a project like this would not be seeking a formula retail approval since to me it doesn't look at all like formula retail we all know what formula retail looks like and this ain't it so <laughs> so just um, make that comment and also wanted to point out this is a uh, an excellent job of an excellent um, example of you know a beautiful historic building where the the you know the ground floor of retail has been changed year, you know, years and years and years and years ago. So there's not a lot left on the ground floor. It's nice to see that the HPC has uh, agreed with their, you know, modest design on the ground floor. The project looks great. This is what we like to see in downtown Sausalito. I'm glad it came quickly, and I'm very supportive. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair Junius. I also want to second that this is a uh, nice opportunity. It uh, fills a vacancy in downtown uh, and is, is going to be a, po a very positive add to the community here. Uh, with that, are there other comments from any of the commissioners? I, I just want to concur <clears throat> that I think uh, that it's that it's very well done and it's going to look great and <clears throat> I'm looking forward to see it completed. Thank you, Commissioner Vask. Commissioner Hassan. I just, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's our oldest brick building in the city. So it's just, I just want to thank the applicant for um, rehabilitating it it's been it's not been in great shape and it, it takes a lot to to make it work and look nice and it was a great staff report and it's a great project I think that's why it's so easy to approve so I'm, yeah. I'm happy to to move forward and approve this project any other comments no I, I okay support it a hundred percent with that director Phipps can you call the roll on the motion happy to Commissioner Saad yes Commissioner Graff yes Commissioner Feller yes Vice Chair Junius yes Chair Luxembourg Yes. Motion passes. Thank you. Uh, we'll now move on to item uh, 6D, which is 813 to 817 Bridgeway Design Review Tree Removal Encroachment Agreement Minor Use Permit. Uh, uh, with that, um, uh, uh, Neil, if you could give the presentation. Thank you very much. Okay. <coughs> Thank you, Chairman Luxembourg and members of the Planning Commission, I'm Neil Toft, Principal Planner. Um, 
This is an application where the applicant, Michael Rex, on behalf of property owner Michael Lappert, is requesting approval to substantially revise an approved plan, approved permit for a second story addition and facade renovation to an existing commercial building, expanding a restaurant business uh, commonly known as Fish and Chips. Um, they're requesting amendment to the original design review permit, uh, amendment to the previously approved minor use permit for outdoor dining, uh, conditional use permit to reduce on-site parking requirement from 13 to nine spaces and to waive those nine spaces uh, as permitted under the municipal code. Um, the encroachment agreement is requested in order to construct a raised dining terrace on the sidewalk and relocate the sidewalk onto two parallel parking spaces and a permit for additional signs. Uh, for a quick background, in the spring of 2017, uh, John McCoy of McCoy Architecture submitted a design review and tree removal permit application for the business to uh, add a second story, primarily for office and storage use, um, to provide accessibility upgrades, providing wheelchair access via an elevator lift uh, on the left side of the building. Uh, that would provide access to the lower floor and also access to new restrooms located on the second floor. Uh, the, there would be a new retaining wall and drainage system, which required removal of two uh, non-native trees on the hillside behind the structure. Eventually, permits were obtained and construction began in January of 2022, last year. Uh, subsequently, in February, uh, the current applicants came to the Planning Commission for a study, study session to review uh, some conceptual plans to modify the facade design and expand the outdoor dining. Uh, the applicant presented two optional plans, one for a parklet uh, proposal, basically using, uh, taking out the parallel parking spaces and uh, continuing to use the uh, elevator in the side, or the option an outdoor terrace alternative, which in, in, was based upon the raised dining area adjacent to the building and relocating the sidewalk into the parking line. The commission generally supported the changes to the facade and the concept of outdoor dining. Uh, there was somewhat of a mixed message in the study session um, with two, um, three members expressing, expressing some preference for the outdoor terrace and two members expressing preference for the parklet. Uh, subsequently, the applicant submitted a formal application to modify the facade previously approved under the design review permit uh, to amend the minor use permit to increase seating, outdoor seating tables from nine to 25 seats and from three to eight tables. Uh, they requested an encroachment agreement to con construct the dining terrace over the sidewalk and relocate the, uh, the sidewalk into the two uh, parking spaces. And they also had a request to add um, new signs. This application was heard by the Planning Commission on July 20th of 2022. And after hearing staff report and testimony from the applicants and property owner, the commission provided several comments. Uh, the commission generally supported the exterior design revisions and color scheme. Uh, the commission was concerned with the changes to the use of the upstairs that were not uh, readily described in the application or part of the application. 
and the commission preferred to see the whole project rather than receive piecemeal applications. Um, commission generally supported the new signage and uh, three of the commissioners found that the outdoor dining area and sidewalk bump out was not an appropriate solution and would be inconsistent with the findings for minor use permit and encroachment permit approval. Uh, concerns included the potential pedestrian bicyclist conflicts, obstruction of the pedestrian flow along the sidewalk and an undesirable precedent for constructing such a permanent um, sort of quasi-private feature in the right-of-way and in conclusion the commission voted 3-2 to deny the uh, changes to the approved permit and directed staff to return with a resolution of denial. Uh, in October of last year the applicant re submitted a revised application. Uh, it's similar to the previous uh, proposal that you heard however it does include alignment of the rear retaining wall at the lower level an expansion of that lower level by 747 square feet. Uh, they provide a new details on a bar service and upstairs dining. Um, adjustments to reduce the uh, extent of the outdoor dining along the sidewalk and the terrace to widen the, um, to widen the sidewalk from five to seven feet. And they also provided a report from a transportation consultant, Robert Harrison, analyzing the pedestrian flow and safety issues as well as the parking demand of the project. Uh, lower level uh, improvements included again aligning the with the retaining wall capturing almost 800 square feet. Um, this would the lower level would continue to serve as a um, primary kitchen food prep area and have a walk-up customer service counter with limited tables. The main entry, again, would be moved to the center of the building. Uh, secondary vestibule um, access would be provided at the north corner. Uh, the elevator is proposed to be moved towards the interior of this structure, um, away from the front. And the expanded area will largely serve to accommodate a larger elevator cab, uh, employee restroom, and changing facilities. Uh, the expanded storage and, and expanded storage and cooking facilities. No expansion of the 16-seat dining area in the lower level is proposed. Uh, in the upper level, as mentioned, they um, are now proposing to uh, dedicate approximately 632 square feet to accommodate a dining area, counter and bar, uh, dining tables, and a separate lounge room. Uh, they've indicated food service would be provided upstairs the area would provide 44 seats for dining and seven counter stools for a total of 51 seats. Other changes include expanded restrooms and a folding door that opens to a small balcony on the front facade. Uh, like the previous proposal, the project includes an encroachment that would uh, <clears throat> encroachment to construct that raised dining terrace and includes a wheelchair ramp and we'll expand the current outdoor seating and relocate the sidewalk route. And as mentioned, it would be seven feet wide um, and the reduction to the terrace would result in reduction from 26 seats to 20 seats. The sidewalk relocation would eliminate the two parking spaces and they would add perimeter planning boxes at the dining terrace. The street lamp is incorporated within the raised dining terrace 
and uh, the trees located on the sidewalk are proposed to remain um, with new tree grates proposed to protect the trees and still provide access around uh, the sidewalk. Uh, the exterior facade as proposed and the signage are largely the same that that which with that that was uh, previously reviewed by the commission. So in reviewing this um, amended uh, project application, the new applications that are proposed, uh, we did cite several um, policies, objectives, and policies from the land use element, community design, historic and cultural preservation element and the economic element um, that seem relevant to the project. Um, one of the overriding land use objectives for the commercial area is to promote and enhance economic diversity. Uh, this parcel is located within the central commercial downtown, um, a bridgeway. It's known for intense retail shopping area serving residents and visitors. Um, the Proposed facade improvements would enhance the aesthetic presentation to the streetscape and would be more visually compatible with the district than that of the previously approved plan. Um, it would enhance commercial vitality of the immediate area and certainly improve the functionality of the establishment for both uh, visitors and local patrons. And the expanded use on the second level, including the open air doors, would um, somewhat activate the, uh, the downtown area. Um, while the revised application has improved the safety conditions by widening the sidewalk, the platform continues to present an unusual feature along the streetscape, uh, and that runs contrary to some of the, um, you know, I think policies or, or programs in the plan. And while many outdoor dining areas exist along the frontage of the downtown restaurants, in a variety of manner, a variety of ways, this would be uh, except, exceptionally prominent in character as a fixed structure. So while the city has not finalized an ongoing parklet program, the proposed site and use is conducive to a parklet as a long-term solution for outdoor dining for the use. In terms of design review, um, the commission generally found that the building's exterior and facade appeared consistent with required findings. Um, however, the commission also found that the proposed patio encroachment would be inconsistent with findings 10 and 13 in that it did not provide for appropriate level of traffic safety and ease of movement and that the platform would crowd the or overwhelm the general area and neighboring properties. So while we um, generally support the project in terms of the building renovations, um, the ultimately, the project remains inconsistent with the findings for approval as previously identified by the Planning Commission. Now, there is a requirement for the conditional, there's a conditional use permit for the requirement um, uh, for parking and a waiver of the parking standards. And um, we do believe that the use itself is generally conducive uh, for the with the general use permit, um, conditional use permit requirements, um, and recognizing that outdoor dining is exempt from the parking standard. Um, you know, this is based primarily on the interior uh, tables and uh, dining areas, customer service. Um, and the project does represent a pretty notable increase in the amount of customer space and seating, but the use would result in a much more efficient and productive use of both the lower and upper floors. And again, 
would contribute to the commercial vitality of the downtown. In particular, activation of the upstairs area, more activation of the building as a whole. Um, the proposed interior uses and activities would be consistent with surrounding uses, applying proper limits to hours of operation would be important. Um, but as in doing that, we believe the project would not have an impact, negative impact on neighboring properties. And one thing I would want to note here, there has been a good amount of um, uh, email or late mail public comments made to the commission. I think some of that reflects a, a misunderstanding of the project. There seems to be raised some concern about a uh, rooftop patio um, or rooftop dining, rooftop bar, and that is not part of this project proposal. There's no stairways or, or public access. Uh, easily going up to the rooftop. So that's not proposed in this project. All the windows and um, all point out towards Bridgeway and the patio area is fairly small. The, uh, the terrace, the little upstairs terrace is fairly small. So you're really looking at more or less just an open air kind of um, second story looking over the street. Um, in terms of the um, now, recognizing the fact that the patio dining is exempt from the re parking requirements, the arrangement of the lower floor does rely on accessible path of travel, and that relies upon this ra raised patio structure. Um, and as such, the may project may be considered inconsistent with findings G and H for um, reasons of it's not adequately served if this patio is not considered an acceptable uh, method to access that lower floor. So that design would require some re reconsideration. In terms of the sign permit, we recommend the uh, project remains consistent and recommend approval of the sign permit. And in terms of the minor use permit and encroachment agreement, um, again, uh, the applicant has you know proposed the platform generally as a means of a ramp that can accommodate a centralized and accessible entrance to the ground floor, an area for additional tables and chairs beyond the current arrangement, and an improved uh, dining experience for customers to reduce conflicts between customers and, and patrons in around the dining tables and chairs. In denying the application, the commission determined it was inconsistent with the required findings for encroachment agreement and for the minor use permit in that the structure and the sidewalk would reorient the, it would reorient the sidewalk in a way that would diminish the pedestrian experience and create an obstruction between the downtown and areas to the north. The structure would be a significant increase in private use of the right of way and set an undesirable precedent inconsistent with other um, dining proposals approved in the right of way. Uh, it would create a uh, pedestrian conflict with the high volume of fast moving traffic resulting in an unsafe condition. And the, um, the extent of the construction involved in the raised ramp would make it difficult to perform other street improvements and maintenance. And the property owner has the opportunity to either utilize or the current permits and can implement a parklet to accommodate an accessible solution to provide outdoor seating. Now, as we did mention in the staff report, um, the 
orientation of the sidewalk with the wider sidewalk, uh, the Public Works Department did not determine that it represented a hazard or unsafe condition, but it is arguable it's not as safe as if there was a barrier or a greater barrier between pedestrians and or vehicles and bicycles, um, but it's not technically considered unsafe. Um, but for all the other remaining reasons, we still see a structure that is um, unusual in its uh, size and scope and significant. And so for the other reasons that the Planning Commission denied the application, those still remain uh, for the pro project proposal. Now, um, so in, in conclusion, staff has recommended that there is a lot of, um, there's some value in the overall project. We support the second story addition, the use of the uh, second story, the expansion of use, uh, certainly did the design of the facade and the signage. Um, and the question kind of remains, however, you know, based on the previous determination of the commission, the proposed platform and outdoor dining remain in consistence with the findings for minor use permit and encroachment agreement approval. So we recommend the commission determine whether the general development program could be approved if modifications to the building access and outdoor dining were provided by the applicant to address these concerns. And if they are willing to consider that, then it's a recommendation that this matter could be continued in order to uh, try to resolve the access and outdoor dining issue uh, for the project. Um, if the applicant didn't agree to those changes, we would recommend um, continuing this for preparation of a resolution of denial. Now, if you've seen, we do have some late mail from the applicant. Um, they have identified a potential alternative design which would create a, uh, which would reduce the occupancy at the second level in such a way that would, they might create a feasible um, alternative to ha simply having a ramp and kind of a platform directly in front of the building, maintaining a five-foot sidewalk and then using a parklet uh, as an option uh, in the two parking spaces. Um, that was just sent to us yesterday. We haven't had opportunity to you know, analyze it to a large extent, but it looks like it's something that might be going in a, in a good direction. Um, so that's, I'll let the applicant kind of explain more on those points. And with that, do you have any questions of staff? Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Toff. Uh, at this point, uh, we will have questions from the commissioners and then we'll go to the applicant's presentation. Uh, I want to thank you for a very, very thorough staff report and also a very thorough presentation this evening. It's well appreciated. I also want to note that we did get a lot of late mail. We had a number of comments from the neighbors. We, had a, I mean, we got late mail from the abutters. And I'll read into the record one part of that. Uh, from the applicant, it says, we are submitting as late mail a conceptual sketch for your consideration, which is the one on the screen at this time, showing a parkland instead, so the sidewalk remains straight, does not need to detour around the proposed raised dining terrace. If you find this op option, the, this parklet option preferable, we ask that you continue the hearing to allow us to prepare revised plans and, and resubmit uh, for your review and hopeful approval. So that is what we got from the applicant this evening. Uh, at this point, I'm going to be looking for questions from the commissioners. Uh, Commissioner Saad. 
Uh, thank you, Chair. Thank you. It was an excellent report, excellent presentation. Um, I just wanted to clarify for the record because the staff report and the traffic study had just slightly differing numbers on the seats. Um, could you just clarify on the number of seats that are intended and tables outside? Because I think it said 20 seats and eight tables in the staff report, but the traffic study said um, there, there were less. I think it was five tables and 11 seats, or excuse me, I can pull it up, but there's an there's a inconsistency. Can you just state for the record the intention of the current plans on number of tables and number of seats, please? Well, I can't, I can't speak for the traffic report. I, I apologize for not identifying that um, differential in the staff report. And I could take a, a closer look at that. Um, and it may have been that there was an iteration uh, in the plans because this first started back in October. Um, but that, that information was submitted early. I don't, there may have been revisions to the plan to reduce the um, to increase or change the amount of seating in that area. I think there were probably some slight differentials in actual occupancy and seating as well and between some different documents um, the applicant um, had submitted. I've seen sort of references to up to 55 seats upstairs in one document, um, but generally most of, the, most of the references are to 51 seats. Um, the one basis maybe to rest our our hat on is uh, the the traffic report found a pretty significant um, uh, excess of available parking in the downtown area still during the what are considered like the peak hours so the concept is with all the um, city parking and other available parking spaces along streets or in the city parking areas, um, there is adequate parking to support a certain expansions of uses, um, whether because you have shared parking within the area as well as a synergy of different types of uses. So the more you have synergy between uses, the less any one single use demands parking in and of itself the whole downtown is kind of considered the destination. Okay, thank you. Um, I guess we can stick with the staff report in terms of the seating. Um, and that's, then just- that's, that's, I think it's representing what the applicants are intending. Sure, okay, and we can, I can, we can ask the applicant as well. Um, and just based on the recommendation in the staff report, um, can you confirm if staff did have that conversation with the applicant in terms of what we were not able to find um, in the previous hearing uh, to, to recommend um, if, if the applicant is willing to make some changes this evening, I'm just wondering if that conversation happened prior to this application coming forward. Well, we had discussions with the applicant um, and we did indicate, you know, given the commission's prior um, decision that sets somewhat sets a precedent, even though the staff had previously recommended approval of the project back in July um, and approval of the, um, of the encroachment as proposed. Um, there's no real specificity in the general plan or zoning that provides absolute guidance on to whether this type of encroachment or this type of outdoor seating is 
should be approved or not. It's really is in the judgment based on all those findings. And so the commission, um, you know, with without other precedent or other real um, basis to work from, you know, we take guidance from the commission on what what is the, uh, you know, the the policy um, or what what might be seen as, you know, understanding. Yes, the city does often approve seating within sidewalk areas, but is this solution acceptable given all the nuances to it or the unusual condition proposed? And I think the commission had, had answered that question. So we did, we indicated that, you know, we continue to, well, while we appreciated a lot much that was added in the application and that there was some effort to make the sidewalk safer, um, you know, those, those concerns still remained. Okay, thank you. Um, thank you very much. Those are all that I had. Uh, Chair, thank, thank you, you. Commissioner Saad. Uh, other questions from commissioners? I, I have a couple. Uh, Commissioner Feller. Thanks. Uh, and thank you, Neil, very much for the report and for following up. Um, I, I want to just continue on Commissioner Saad's line of question really quickly to make sure that I understand some of this information. And, and I didn't actually get the late, I didn't have a chance to read the late mail till I got here tonight. Just just mm -hmm. so you know, we got it very late today. Gotcha. Um, and I rushed to get over here, over the bridge to here. Um, but in the in the traffic analysis, um, it, it looks like the the parking demands are based on one Saturday in August of last year, um, and it's comparing it to, you know, was it 1997 and 2014 and 2015. And I just, you know, I want to know your thoughts about the accuracy, or not the accuracy, that's not fair. Um, you know, we were still, you know, the, the state of California still had, you know, uh, the governor's emergency ordinances in place and things of that kind. Uh, we don't have those anymore. So I'm wondering if a more accurate or realistic count would be more accurate now rather than last August when, when uh, the state had not lifted some of those uh, requirements. Uh, because it, you know, the count, we've had this issue on other, other projects where we just want an accurate count. You know, I'm not here to tell you what the number is. I'm just want to make sure that, you know, the counts are accurate to what a non-COVID world is. Uh, and that's all I, I, that I care about, uh, whatever that number might be. Uh, so that, that's one question I have. I, I don't know if you, if you looked at that or thought of that. Um, and then the second question regarding this is, you know, nowhere in this report does it uh, acknowledge or recognize that, uh, that that Bridgeway, and particularly this part of Bridgeway, is part of a primary evacuation route that's designated that officially. And so it's not just, you know, a, a side street somewhere. I mean, this is a uh, an evacuation route. and. You know, Councilmember Cox, you know, in the city council meeting a couple uh, weeks ago uh, was really stressing a point on another matter that we keep failing, uh, the city of Sausalito fails our, you know, evacuation modeling uh, all the time. And a lot of it is because of some of these primary arteries to get out, you know, whatever the threat may be. And so th this report doesn't really acknowledge that at all. Did you um, ask them about that? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't ask the uh, the traffic consultant 
um, and we didn't do an analysis relative to the evacuation route. Okay. Um, okay. And then, um, you know, we, I, I, I did a little, um, I, I went back and looked at the tapes from the study session and the, uh, our, the last design review. Um, but then I also um, recall that when this was originally permitted and approved, um, I don't think anyone here was on the commission at that time. You weren't on the, I don't, th I don't think, I don't think Richard was. With, with the previous. The architect. previous, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Richard was, so I, I stand corrected. Uh, Commissioner Graff was. Um, I, I believe that there was a lot of discussion about turning the upstairs into a restaurant and that the commission at the time was against that. And I don't know the history of that and today's another day, but I, I don't know if uh, you have any more information about what that was all about. No, I didn't. I have to admit I didn't go into a deep dive on the original um, proposal and, and how that, you know, was considered. Okay. Okay, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, that's, that's all, thank you, Chair. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Feller. Other questions? Yeah. Uh, I just have one. Uh, I, whether or not, we haven't determined the exact number of seats, but uh, it's over 50, and uh, if you can check, it appears that it's gonna get continued, so this issue can be addressed later. But it's over 50 seats, and I'm thinking that you need at least two male toilets and three female toilets for this number of seats. So that, you know, that issue to make sure, uh, given this, uh, the last time when this was denied, we had sub substantially less seats. So uh, the bathrooms were smaller and they made them slightly bigger, but I think they're still a little too small, but uh, that, would sh that should be checked through the building code. Um, and rather than waiting for the building permit application, I think we wanna make sure, given it would change the interior layout that that gets verified uh, prior to a resubmission. Um, with that, if there's no other comments at this point, oh, yes, Commissioner Feller. I'm sorry, Neil, I should have thought about this before. Um, this, uh, the sketch that we got today, um, do you know if, and this is something we obviously asked the applicant too, but do you know if that sketch, um, that, that whatever the interior layout is would it is intended for this sketch that we're seeing on the screen here now? I believe it is. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, thank you, thanks. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Fowler, for, uh, for resolving that matter. Uh, with that, uh, we'll ask the applicant to come up. You have 15 minutes to make a presentation. Is that gonna be Mr. Lampert or Mr. Rex? Good evening, I'm architect Michael Rex, uh, representing uh, the property owner. Uh, I first wanna thank uh, Neil. Um, while we've been at this for a year and a half, he has a very quick read um, in a very short time with a lot of information, so thank you, Neil. And um, um, I, I want you to know, we're looking at a, a restaurant that uh, Walter Lappert opened 69 years ago in 1954. Uh, Walter's son is with us tonight, Michael Lappert, and his son is taking over the business, Isaac Lappert. So uh, a business in town for 69 years, third generation, uh, we're hoping you give special consideration. Um, 
We're glad to be here. It's taken eight months to get here uh, after uh, your last and only hearing on, on it, uh, which was back on uh, July 20th. And um, uh, we had to shut down the construction project. Uh, that horrible scaffolding's been up ever since. We'd like to get it down and get back under construction. So we're hoping for some decisions tonight. Uh, we're hoping you'll approve the project as submitted. Uh, it's not the same project you saw eight or nine months ago. Uh, we took your uh, concerns to heart. We addressed those concerns. They're summarized on page seven of the narrative that I wrote back uh, and dated September 20th. Um, you, were, you said it was unsafe uh, putting uh, a sidewalk next to a bike path. It didn't make sense to us. We see it everywhere. We went and asked uh, Robert Harrison, who's a traffic consultant the city uses, knows our town very well. Um, he did a, a, a count not only of cars in the peak summer season, but he also counted the pedestrians. And he came back and he agreed with you. Five feet's not enough. Four feet's required by code. Uh, we went to five feet because um, at a previous project downtown that we planned, you wanted five, not four. He said, no, people don't walk right against a building or right along an edge and a curve. You need an extra foot on each side. You need five feet for people to pass, but an extra foot on each side. We didn't know that. So we cut uh, the dining terrace back uh, uh, two feet, two inches, and uh, we, no, yeah, 26 inches, and we cut, uh, we reduced the seating from 26 to 20, so we could widen the sidewalk uh, to concur with uh, Harrison's uh, uh, recommendations from five feet to seven feet. And he concluded, when you make that change, it's not only safe, but based on his study of pedestrian use, and the county taken, not of just cars, but of pedestrians, that circulation will be improved over what it is today. That's an expert uh, that uh, the city uses uh, telling you that it'll be safe and in circulation will be improved. Um, we also, uh, you didn't want to see it piecemeal. Uh, you wanted to see the interior uh, fully. Uh, so we've submitted uh, plans uh, fully um, and uh, show what is expected to be a future use on the top floor, which is expanding the restaurant to the second floor. I think originally, before I got involved, uh, the Lappards thought they'd come back and ask for that later um, so they can simplify the process. But um, now you know, and you can see it. Uh, it's in the plan. Um, we, um, uh, you know, I apologize for late mail, OK? Uh, you think after eight months we shouldn't have to submit something in the last minute. Uh, while we met with staff a week and a half ago, uh, Michael Lappert and I both left thinking staff would support the project. Uh, they questioned uh, compliance with the raised sidewalk, but when we explained to him that ADA requires a landing on both sides of an uh, uh, entry door at the same floor level, um, that's why we came back and ra uh, proposed the raised terrace in the first place. And um, uh, we thought during the study session, because it's kind of questionable, uh, you don't see sidewalks detouring around dining very often, uh, it looked like at least three of the commission, the same commission that's here tonight, looked favorable because on the solution that had the raised terrace, uh, and we showed you a parklet as well. Uh, because it looked like uh, we had a majority, we went for it. Because we believe it integrates the handicap ramp and integrates the landings that the law requires um, uh, in the most elegant manner. 
We also, um, parklets are kind of long and narrow. Those proportions aren't so great. We didn't want to put diners right next to uh, the road. Um, but also, we uh, thought it was safer to be able to serve food where uh, customers, and uh, most of the food's takeout. We don't have waiters, professional waiters. The uh, laypersons carrying food down steps um, and having to cross and uh, the circulation of pedestrians. We thought it would be safer, and that's why Harris conclu Harrison concluded that this circulation will work better by putting the dining against the restaurant and having people detour. Is it an unusual condition? Yes. Why? The city lowered the sidewalk. It's an unusual condition we are now having to live with where the interior floor is 14 inches higher than the sidewalk. Um, and you don't find that everywhere in town. So we have an unusual solution to address an unusual and unique condition that doesn't create a precedent. But in fact, there is a precedent. You approved the exact same solution in front of Coltervar, uh, where we put the dining in against the restaurant and detoured the sidewalk around it. Now, granted, El Portal's not the same as Bridgeway, but we're not narrowing Bridgeway to do this. Um, uh, we're simply uh, putting the sidewalk where the two park cars instead of a parklet, okay? So, yes, it's unusual. There's good reasons why it's unusual. There's no precedent uh, other than the fact that you've done it before on, on um, uh, El Portal. Uh, there's no precedent because I don't know how often you're going to find uh, an interior floor uh, of a commercial building. We're not building a new building, okay? Uh, and uh, uh, you don't find it very often where it's so high above the sidewalk. There's 11 letters of support in your packet. We thought, uh, we reached out to the neighbors. They uh, uh, basically supported the project before. Um, so we thought that that base was covered, but uh, Neil suggested you better talk to them soon because we talked to them nine months ago or earlier. Um, Douglas Kang, who is the property manager next door at the trading company, uh, Piazza Trading Company, asked that we lower the parapet uh, that is adjacent to his building because it kind of blocks some views. I went and saw what he saw, and I agreed with him. Uh, we don't need a parapet four foot four inches high, even though that's what's been approved and built. We're willing to cut it down to the code minimum, which is 30 inches, and that revision came to you as late mail. Um, on the uh, south side, we have the Casa Madrona. They supported the project before. Although, uh, while they supported the outdoor dining terrace as uh, designed with a five-foot sidewalk, they were looking at a second floor that was elevator, restrooms, office, and storage. So they were pretty unhappy to see at the last minute that uh, we were expanding the restaurant, and they were concerned about noise. Um, in my late mail, I suggested that we're willing Uh, we're willing uh, to um, uh, propose uh, conditions of approval that you could include uh, that uh, will close at midnight. Uh, uh, we have no windows facing them, although uh, another condition of approval we accept is that we'll uh, uh, hire an acoustical consultant and uh, take their recommendations to uh, uh, put sound deadening devices in place along that wall. Uh, and. Uh, that's our way of, there's also a sound ordinance that can be enforced. So um, with all that, um, we, we ask you to approve it as designed. A lot of thought and a lot of reasons gone into this. However, 
after being shut down for uh, uh, almost nine months, uh, we want to get that horrible-looking scaffolding down and get back to business. Uh, so uh, that's why we submit this alternative. Uh, if you're not willing to approve the project um, uh, as submitted, uh, we're willing to modify it uh, per the sketch, okay? Um, I don't think it's an optimum plan. I think what we submitted formally is the right solution, but if you don't think so, we need something that we can move forward with. Um, I, uh, I still think it'll be beautiful. It requires that we re uh, move the trees over, um, but we can plant new trees that actually conform to the city's new downtown standard. We probably have to move the street lamp out a little, about another foot uh, towards Bridgeway, uh, which we can do. Um, uh, but other than that, I think uh, it'll be beautifully landscaped. Um, and and um, if you're willing to consider that, uh, we can make that change within a week and be back to you on uh, May 10th. Um, we certainly would like, uh, if you're going to continue it, um, to give us that opportunity to uh, formally make the changes. Um, uh, we, we can uh, have that uh, submitted uh, middle of next week so staff would have time to look at it. Um, uh, let me see if I got any, oh, you asked quite a few questions just now, I counted six or seven questions. Um, I'm certainly uh, available to answer, uh, or at least attempt to answer each and every one of those uh, if you ask me directly uh, uh, in addition to the time I'm allotted. Um, I do want to mention, though, that um, uh, while we had 26 seats on the raised terrace outside, uh, we've reduced it to 20. The sketch you see for the modification uh, increases the seating uh, to 32, okay? Um, and uh, that adds 12 more. Uh, however, uh, the, that modification shows the doors swinging in instead of out. When they swing out, you have to have a landing five feet wide plus another foot for the tread. When we swing them in, that landing only needs to be four feet. Um, we're willing to make that change, but when the doors swing in, the second floor, both floors can only have an occupancy of 49, and we had 62 on the top floor. Um, this sketch, though, changes, uh, the only thing it changes, and we studied this, is the size of that vestibule uh, on this sketch uh, on the uh, north side is just slightly bigger than what we've proposed. But, uh, staff actually sent this plan to the building department and the fire department. So uh, even though we're in a conceptual stage, we've made changes to the drawings. Uh, so when we go for a building permit, we have the fire department and the building department already looking at it and we've responded to their concerns. So that answers that question. The thing is, and the point I wanna make is when we reduce the occupancy upstairs by 13 people, so the doors can swing in, that offsets the 12 seats that we're adding with the parklet uh, solution. So there's no change in intensity of use in terms of number of seats, in fact, a reduction of one. And that shouldn't impact the uh, parking analysis, okay? Uh, I thought that was an important point to make. Um, so with that, I'm here for uh, questions, and if you want me to respond to the questions and you give me, that you've already asked, I can do that if you give me a little more time. Uh, thank you, Mr. Rex. You have one minute and 36 seconds left to any rebuttal after public comment. Uh, at this point, I will open it up to specific questions. Chair, from can I make one comment? Yes. 
in an effort to be equitable, I, the clock started at 14 minutes, not 15 minutes. Okay, so let's make it two, uh, two minutes and 30 minutes. If you want to add thank one you, more minute. Thank yeah. you, Commissioner yeah. Saad, for noticing <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, with that, uh, can you, uh, before I ask other commissioners, can you clarify now the number of seats, the last time we had no seats upstairs and now there's 51 seats upstairs and then you said something about the doors turning in but that's, I thought that was on the first level is not on the second level. So just how many seats will be, uh, let's take the parklet one because that seems to be where we're heading. So how many seats out in the parklet, how many seats adjacent to the building, how many seats upstairs, how many seats on the first floor? Uh, we're under, uh, for the uh, upstairs, uh, we originally had 57. Um, when we started working with the fire department and the building department, we had to reduce it by two. Uh, we're now uh, going to lose, uh, 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 when you add employees and whatnot, the total occupancy on the second floor was 62, okay? We're reducing that. Uh, by 13 because we can't be more than 49 or and uh, we have less seating on the ground floor I don't know I'd have to go look at the submittal plan it's on the plan on the floor plan what the seating is down below but that is already less than 49 and the code does not require for exiting with a two-story building that you have accumulated uh, you don't add those two numbers together. Each floor can exceed 49 people uh, for doors swinging in. They only swing out. And the reason for that is so there's a fire. The people on the ground floor exit first, before, generally, before the people on the second floor. So they sort of see it as a flow. And that's a part of the code we studied carefully and we've had it uh, considered and uh, confirmed by the building department and the fire department. I'm, I'm going to ask this question again. How many seats? Uh, how many seats are you proposing now with the parklet proposal upstairs? How many seats on the first floor? How many seats adjacent to the building? And how many seats in the parklet? Just simple numbers. I don't need the whole history of the occupancy codes, and I understand the occupancy codes. But just can we just go with simple numbers so we know how many how many people can be in the building? How many parking space? How many parking cars they need? Uh, that kind of thing. How many toilets they need? So how many seats? Upstairs. Um, we have only 48 people upstairs. There's two people in the office. So okay. 48 seats. Uh, 49 is the maximum occupancy on the second floor, two in the office, okay? 47 seats. 47 seats upstairs. And, and two in the office. And That's how correct. many tables, how many seats on the first floor? I don't know that offhand. It's on the drawing. Maybe Neil can help us. It's on the floor plan. If you pull it up on the screen, we can probably locate now, it. I tried I to count them, and I couldn't figure out which ones were seats and which ones were benches and all that. So you're going to need to put in occupancy numbers for the building permit. So we, we want to know what this is. Let's say 10. All I'm asking is the number of seats, because that relates to the parking and the pedestrians and, and the toilets. Uh, well, the, the, the employees relates to the toilets too. But the seats are right here. 
We're going to define in any approval the number of seats. Okay, so 13 seats on the first floor. Okay, and, and uh, I see four seats next to the building in the parklet proposal. And that, that the parklet has a total of 28 seats in the parklet and four seats up on uh, the landing at the doors for a total of 32 seats. So you're talking about 50, 60, 92 seats for this yes. establishment. The kitchen's been designed for nine, uh, serving 92 people at the same time. And I, I want you to know this. Before we did this modification, which shows a parklet, and I already explained that adds seats, it had 12 more seats, we've reduced upstairs by 13, okay? So there's no more seats with, if you go with our modification than what has previously and formally been submitted, fully reviewed by the fire department and the building department in terms of exiting, including plumbing, okay? Um, okay, okay. I, I, you answered the question about seats. So now let me, how many seats are in the approval? You have an approval. You're asking for a modification. How many seats do you have approved right now? You have nine seats approved for outdoor seating, if I understood Mr. Toff's uh, staff report. You have nine approved seats for outside. And, and how many seats do you have for, uh, that were in the approval, not, not in the existing building, for the design you had with the elevator farther up front? Uh, that was a plan by John McCoy. Uh, I don't have that number right offhand. Um, you have a ballpark figure? Uh, no, I, oh. I wouldn't hazard a guess because uh, I don't want to give you misinformation. Okay. Um, so I, I, um, I'd have to uh, research that and look it up, what it was approved for. Uh -huh. uh, I did want you to know that um, uh, when building department looked at this, they said we didn't have big enough restrooms for the occupancy. Uh, so we went and uh, almost doubled the size of the restrooms uh, from what you saw. Uh, uh, well, you didn't see the last time, from what we originally planned upstairs. Uh, we added two toilets in the women's uh, and uh, a urinal in the men uh, because each requires two fixtures. We also had to add uh, baby stations for changing diapers. Um, so what you're seeing in the commissioner if you could pause for a second commissioner Feller has a clarifying question uh -huh. thank you thank you chair yeah. and thank you mr. Rex I let me make sure that I'm following you uh, when you say before is that what you had permitted or is that what you were showing us in July 2022 what we we didn't well, give I'm, you a plan I'm, for I'm the upstairs losing track in of July what version you're referring to yeah so. sorry um, when I say before was what we originally planned when we took over the project from John okay. McCoy. Okay. You didn't have a plan for the upstairs and that you objected to. Uh, so when we submitted it to the city, they sent it to the building department and the fire department because they didn't want to find out later that what you were be looking at can't be built, okay. which, which is their credit. So when we got feedback, we went back and revised the design before we submitted it formally. So did, did the, anyone in the building department or fire department see what you had proposed in July? Uh, no. Okay. 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 Uh, at the time, staff didn't send it, to my knowledge, <laughs> that, to fire okay. and I build just, it. I just wanted to make sure. Right. Okay. We Thank appreciated you. that recommendation. It was yep. helpful. Yep. Thank you. Uh, another question. Uh, with regard to this lamppost, 
have you explored the possibility that lamppost under all the options is a problem of either putting a light on the building that would serve the function uh, that that one might solve the problem because it would get it off the ground because it really is a, no matter what thing you do we're trying to we're trying to make this work and and that lamppost is a problem so has that been explored well we're in a historic district it's a very old lamppost let, let Mr. Lampert oh. uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to it with Michael, but I did look at that lamppost in this revised drawing, and it was immediately off obvious that it's awfully close to everything, and it's just in the way. Yeah. My first inclination is to put a very nice structure on the top of our building that does what it's doing in a better, more efficient way. Easily done, and I agree with that 100%. Okay. I, That's I, I appreciate that. Uh, that pleasure. was my thought, looking yes. at it about 50 times, too. And, and we'll make it very historical looking. Yes. Thank but you. Thank wait, you wait, much. don't don't go away from the podium yet because uh, when when you're looking at that, what we would want to see is you know a proposed design of how that how yeah, that absolutely. works with oh, the facade. Yeah. No, no, because where you have that balcony on the second floor, one of my first concerns is well, some it's so close to the balcony, you know, some somebody's going to jump out and grab it. Absolutely, guarantee. You know, yeah. college kid is going to yeah, you know, jump I, on I, it. I, so we want to make sure that it's you know integrated okay. in a way that's no. also. Yeah, uh, that, tasteful, that, lamp, that lamp will be very, very pivotal point. So it, it, it has to be carefully looked at and properly designed. Yeah. I understand that. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. That's very helpful. Uh, other questions from commissioners at this time? Commissioner Graff. I'll give it to you much faster than that. I mean, in the time that it's taken for that structure to be built and that, that, uh, that wooden atrocity that's there, that tree is on its final approach course. You know, at this point, the tree itself is, is what it is, and we would be asking you to replace it and do something else there anyway. It, it, it's, it's, we can make it look better, and if you leave it alone, it'll come back. But it's stunted. It's got a lot of issues. So we'll look at it carefully. And what Michael said about you, I'm sure that you're looking at the whole tree or thing again anyway. I know that in, the, in front of my other buildings, you're looking at those trees and replacing them. So we'll just go with whatever you guys decide as far as how we move forward. It's, that's not a big deal. OK, thanks very much. Uh, other questions? Um, I, I, Commissioner Phillips? Yeah, I, you know, I, I want to sort of maybe dive straight in, into the point here because you've, through the late mail, we have a revised sketch. Uh, you, you've heard our, our comments before about uh, what we're, you know, uh, playfully calling the bump out and, you know, rerouting uh, pedestrian traffic. And I think that you've heard, you know, s some very compelling reasons why that is n not something that previously has been supported by this commission uh, uh, pretty firmly, not not supported by this commission and I think you know trying to reference El Portal is something that we've pushed back on as well it, it, totally different conditions El Portal is a 
glorified driveway almost, whereas Bridgeway is a primary evacuation route for the entire city. So we really don't see these as the same thing. So, um, you know, you with with the late mail, you've asked for uh, consideration for this to be continued for you to develop what we're looking at now on the screen, which is uh, the late mail late mail sketch. Um, I also just wanted to, to point out that if this is a direction that you're intending on going or you're looking for uh, uh, you know, some sort of um, uh, indication from this commission, that's something I, I would certainly support. But I also want to make clear that the, um, the uh, uh, parklet program for the city as it is drafted and has been presented many times in the public would, would still um, you know, the intention is that that would be ratified. What, what is currently being worked on now is some legal language around ordinances. But what we are doing, no matter what, no matter who you are in the city, mm -hmm. uh, everybody, we have to give those grandfathered parklet or parklet type conditions time to bring it, everybody up to the same uh, standard of what is in that parklet program. So I want to make sure that as you are moving forward, potentially with this alternative, that you're familiar with what that parklet program is as it's drafted now, and that you you know save yourself headache down the road in terms of having yeah. to rip it out and redo it or something like that. So I just want to put that out there and make sure that you have that information that you need. It has been posted on a number of different agendas, and if you need it, I know that Director Phipps will make sure that you have it, as will yeah, no, I'm not going to hold you to anything tonight as far as all that. I know it's a moving target, and I, I understand that completely. But le let me just, it starts with we have to adjust and deal with something that 25 or so years ago didn't seem like a big deal when the city lowered the sidewalk and put in some steps. When you guys did it, we thought, oh, that's interesting. It's just steps. Little did we know that it would become the whole foundation for this this routine. and. So what we tried to do, and, and we can have a discussion. It's about aesthetics. It's about your pleasure. You guys have been put there at the, at the pleasure of the city council, who was an elected body, to make these decisions. And we, we go with what is decided by you guys based on your feelings or whatever. I'm not here to argue that point. I will tell you that what I think what has been given to you and the pared-down version of it is aesthetically very pleasing. I understand that it's a move away from norm. And sometimes these moves away from norms, I always like to point it out like this. There's, there's a car, the Cadillac car company is famous for coming out with a new model and everybody goes, oh my God, what the heck did they do? And three years later, everybody wants it. Mm -hmm. When you present something new, it's always rattling. It shocks the conscience. Okay, you guys don't like the bump out, the bulge, I, I'm fine. We wanted to deal with it in a, in a pleasing way. I think the ramp and that whole thing up, and, we, and also the other thing is, you give us an option between outdoor dining and parklets. That's one of the discussions that we've, we have in the city about addressing outside dining. We thought the outside dining model was nicer for the customer, for the people. So we thought, okay, let's put them right up against the building and put the sidewalk around them. And not only that, but we'll give them seven feet. You could empty out Bridgeway on a seven-foot wide sidewalk in the event of an emergency. So we addressed all that. And 
but we're still back to that you don't like the look of it and i'm not going to argue that it's not my place to argue aesthetics with you that's your pleasure so we came up with the best that we could with respect to uh respect to the 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 parklet i just want to caution you only one thing be fair about how you treat parklets don't don't look at this as an opportunity for recovering fiscal losses in the city make it real Mm -hmm. if there are two parking meters in front of that those revenues are tracked we know what they were so to go from say something that was producing a thousand dollars a year and making it suddenly three thousand dollars a year is a little unfair and i don't think it's the correct thing to do is to try and capitalize on that. I, you, you should be able to cover expenses. You should be able to, you know, all of that stuff I understand. I would just ask you to be careful with respect to how you charge for it in the future. And yes, the final answer to your question is, whatever you guys decide to do with respect to allowing us to do parklets, we will, at, to the last minute, and even after it's installed and you decide, oh, we got to do one more change, we'll change. We, we, yeah. we know what that's about. We, I, of course we will. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, as it relates to finances, that is above our pay grade <laughs> yes, here I, on the I planning understand. commission. So we will uh, certainly pass that on to the city council and the finance yes, department, who do. actually does. Yeah, we're not make, all Larry Mendels here. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I want to make it very clear, also with with the greatest respect, we advocate for every single applicant that comes mm. in front of us mm-hmm. within the parameters <laughs> of the municipal code ordinances and the general plan right you know it's not about you know how we're feeling today about a design Mm -hmm. there there there's some very you know everybody is treated and and those issues are applied equally to everybody Mm -hmm. Um, and our findings are made public before any hearing so there we really do not want there to be any secret about what it is we're doing and what i'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all yeah i i know we're applying i understand that and by the way well just real briefly i had a chance to go to the desk here for the first time in many 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 months and i was astounded at the level of efficiency and humming and the way things are moving there now it looks like we're back to being a a functioning city so we, I, to you have, and to you and to you all Fitz of you and his whole team that's here very nice and Maria and very, it was a pleasure to see that <laughs> Great. Thank yeah, you. before you leave the podium so i just want to clarify uh i believe and i don't want to put words in commissioner Fowler's mouth the the request to look at the parklet uh, item is with regard to the design the drainage the slopes that thing with the the what fees you pay is above our bank grade that's the city council yeah no, we were I, looking at you know the elements I, I think the number of seats you might have in there it might be a little more than the parklet thing allows and we don't want to do this twice so right, right. Uh, but but the the concept is very similar to the other property you just mm-hmm. have bought on Bridgeway so yeah this is this is you're familiar with it it works for you there yeah. you know so uh, other questions of commissioner comments at this point uh, with that we'll open it open up to public comment. apologies uh, thank you chair real quick question with the parklet concept is is was it the concept to move the trees kind of into the parking lane is that it was would, if you somebody would put that back I'm, up i'm going to leave that to uh, my artist friend here <laughs> it just seems to me that the i mean it's i kind of like the design but where you've got the trees there is that is that where the outside of the current curb line
But the the right, and the question I have is, where's the current curb line? Right there. Exactly. So you are putting the you are proposing to put trees outside the current curb line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I would just I would just caution you to I mean I you know that's that's a surprising maybe works maybe doesn't I just want to make sure when you get down the road the parklet works with that. I understand that, but it, it's still a, yeah, yeah, I, I get it, but thank you for clarifying. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Okay, w with that, we're going to open this up for public comment, and then you'll have a couple minutes afterwards, Mr. Lambert, Mr. Rex, to uh, respond to any comments. At this point, uh, we're going to open the public hearing portion of the, uh, of the hearing. Uh, people in uh, the audience who want to make comments should raise their hand, and people on Zoom should raise their hand. Uh, the gentleman there, if you give your name and address for the record. Thank you. If you could please state your name and address for the record. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jim Gurney. I'm the regional vice president with Casa Madrona Hotel and Spa. Um, I made a number of comments on an email last week that were acknowledged by Neil um, and then sent a note um, yesterday that's actually in your attachments that I'll refer to in just a moment. Uh, I was not involved with the hotel in... 2017 uh, I came to the hotel in 2019 and when I found out the permit was approved for the addition of the second floor for storage when I met with them last year I was like well it's done you know I'm just, what am I gonna do it's already been permitted for a second floor for storage uh, and then rumor mills started that maybe there was going to be an alternate use for the second floor to becoming a tiki bar um, and I'll reference this in a second, just the proximity to my building. Um, but I was like, okay, I mean, maybe we can live with that. The outdoor rooftop thing alarmed us a little bit. The proximity to the hillside guest rooms and suites at my hotel, um, and I'm going to reference this in a second, is less than three feet from that area that they're talking about becoming a bar and restaurant. Um, so that was the first thing that struck me. And uh, Commissioner Feller, you said something earlier that I'm going to follow up on. You know, was the intent in 2017 to prevent a second floor restaurant and bar from being established there, which is why it became storage? If, in fact, that's the case, I think we have an open and shut case. I just, I don't think we can change the intent of what the original permit was for now that the second floor is built in such a way that it's actually intended to be a restaurant, not storage. Um, so that kind of bothers me. You know, the, the bait and switch potential of this, I can't do anything about, but now it affects my business and I have an obligation to step up and say something. Um, and when it impacts the satisfaction, potential satisfaction of my customers, I'm gonna be pretty loud about it. I mean, that's, that's what I do for a living. I take care of customers. Um, so that's the first thing. This, the noise thing, uh, you know what, there are really no windows on the south-facing side of the second floor. There's a, a drainage exhaust thing there, and but those big opening doors on the front is going to create ambient noise, and that's only like six feet. So it's nine feet from the balconies of my waterfront suites. There's no way that I'm going to expect that there's not going to be some noise bleed that's going to affect those people if this place is open until midnight. You know what, the demographics of my customer is me and my wife, you know, a middle-aged couple getting away, having a couple glasses of wine, a nice dinner, spending the evening together in front of a fireplace or on a balcony, 
And the last thing I would want when I was with my wife is to be offended by some type of overlap noise. Am I out of time already? Okay. Sir, thank you for your comment. Thank you. Looking for additional hands raised in the audience for public comment. Seeing none, Chair, looking to the Zoom application for raised hands. Seeing none. Thank you. We're going to close public comment. We're going to bring it back up to the dais. Um, at this point, Lappert or Mr. Rex to respond to anything? Uh, that's good. Thank you, Commissioner Feller, for reminding me. You have two minutes and 36 seconds, Mr. Lappert, if you want to respond to any public comment at this point. I'm very sensitive to noise and very sensitive to staying. There's nothing louder than a quinceanera at the Casa Madrona on that outside deck in the middle of August. It is insane. It, and I hear every single word and note and bass note coming out of there, but I'm thinking to myself, this is great. Somebody turned 15, the hotel's making money, the town is happy, and they'll be done by 11. That's how we live in a, in a society. That, that's all I have to say about all that. Thank you. You got anything? Um, just in terms of rebuttal, uh, there are no doors, big doors within six feet. Uh, there are some windows, but we specifically moved the doors. There's a, in the center uh, of the building, and we put a very tiny little balcony there. You can't even put a table on it, just so you can open the doors and, and on a nice uh, day, okay? Uh, there's nothing unusual in downtown to have operable windows next to property lines, okay? So uh, we just wanna be treated like everybody else. Uh, they have windows on the front of their building very close to this one. So um, it, it, uh, we're asking for equal treatment there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rex. Okay, we're gonna bring this back up to the dais. Uh, the applicant has suggested a possible continuance. We have a, a plan of a, of a parklet which we reviewed back in the study session. It's evolved a little bit. Uh, before I turn it over to the other commission, I just want to make a couple comments. Uh, we, we greatly, I think, as a commission, support local business. We want businesses to exceed, succeed in this town. And uh, we, I thought we were clear in the study session, at least I was clear in the study session, about uh, what, what, where we were going. This project was approved back in 2017. It had storage upstairs. If you would plan, if it's a bait and switch, I encourage everybody for the record, don't bait and switch. Come in with what you want long term if that's what you want. I'm gonna take it at, this is not what you intended. You intended some office originally, and, and after the time, the pandemic, things change, and you, you wanna put some, uh, some uh, uh, items uh, upstairs, and, and that's, that's good for downtown. Uh, the question is how much and how many seats. I mean, the, the seats of, if we had approved this back in uh, eight months ago, you wouldn't be getting, you wouldn't be coming in for 92 seats, you'd be coming in for another change. So if you wanted 92 seats. Having said that, at the last hearing and, and tonight, I haven't heard anything about real problems with the facade. It's been reviewed by Historic. Uh, I think the concept of, of using your upstairs helps the downtown. Uh, I understand the parking model. I do have some issue about how you count seats and whether you count the outside ones or the inside ones, but you now are heading in the real correct direction. So my strong encouragement to you is 
don't half ask this. The, uh, you, the, in a week, if you come in and you haven't addressed the light post and the, and the number of seats and haven't looked at the parklets and then we're sitting, uh, you know, figure out the issues. Staff will work you with you to resolve all the issues and come out with this thing because I think we all want that scaffolding down. I think it's going to be a, you know, this when it's done is going to be an asset to the community. Listen closely to what your abutters have said, what their issues are. If you need soundproofing, put in soundproofing. If you need to reduce the hours of operation, I'm going to say midnight. Uh, we didn't go for midnight uh, on the outside at, at Cultivar on El Portel. I mean, the, the, the sidewalks close at 8 o'clock generally. You, you close sometime, I think, at 3 o'clock. So, you know, this is Sausalito. You know what it is. You've been here a long time. Your family has a long history here. Let's tailor this to Sausalito, what works. Uh, with that, I'm going to open it up for uh, Commissioner's comment. Who would like to speak? Uh, Commissioner Judius. Thank you, Chair. Um, First off, I, I echo um, what the chair just said about small business, supporting small business. We're really trying here. I, I apologize on behalf of the commission for how long this has taken. But, you know, we, it, it, there, there have been a lot of changes. Um, I, it's, this is actually the first time I've heard that, that there was a, a, a sidewalk elevation change decades ago that kind of slowly turned this into a big mess. And that's unfortunate, um, but it is the way it is. Um, I, I do want to uh, echo, I think, again, what the chair just said about, you know, the idea of one thing getting approved and then you deciding, well, you need something, you, you need something else, which is you're, you're perfectly willing or you have your rights to come back. With respect to the second floor, it seems perfectly appropriate to have more seating up there. I think that's that's great. If it wasn't that before and it is now, you have every right to ask for it to be changed. And I think it's a, I think it's an excellent idea and it's going to provide you with some of the relief you're looking for in terms of, of operating your business. Um, you know, with that, I mean, I, I, I'm still somewhat sympathetic of the, the sidewalk change. I, 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 it doesn't sound like there's enough votes on here to, uh, up here to get you there. Um, I, I, you know, again, I, I think this is the first time I've really fully understood why you're in this position with respect to the sidewalk and the 14 inches. That's really unfortunate. Um, and, you know, at first, my first thoughts, you know, months and months ago were, you know, wow, you're really asking for a lot. You know, you're really basically taking a big chunk of the sidewalk there almost permanently. But given given the history here, I think that's somewhat understandable why you were asking for it. And you've got uh, you've got a um, an idea, and I you know I actually think it was a pretty good idea. Um, but I I'm I, I think we're not <laughs> I don't think we're going to get there. Um, but I, I do appreciate your continued working with the commission and with the city, and we do want to get you there. So um, thank you for all your patience. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair Junius, uh, Commissioner Graff. <clears throat> microphone this time okay thank you um, thank you um, the applicants for this presentation I'm looking at the most recent drawings that you submitted and I'm looking at the previous drawings and it's a world of difference um, the, the new configuration is generous. It's kind of elegant. Uh, I really like the way it's been resolved. I had a couple of little questions about the tree and the lamppost, but those are minor issues. I, I still support this concept, and, and I think even more so with, with the recent uh, revisions. I think it's really the best solution. Um, there's plenty of room to bypass the seating. It puts the seating, I mean, you've explained it 
extremely well in your narrative. Uh, I, can't, I can't do much better than that. Uh, all I can say is that I'm looking at the proposed plan here, and I'm looking at the parklet plan that uh, is sketched. I can't see it now because it's gone. And to me, there's just no contest. Um, that plan there uh, looks congested. Uh, I think it will be congested. There will be people uh, on the parklet side going back and forth and people going by. If you look at these, if you look at this diagram and, and the diagram that's been proposed, um, the, the, the proposed diagram, uh, the concept, I think is far superior and, and I am hopeful that uh, we could resolve this in a way that uh, permits this concept. Um, that's basically my feeling about it. I think it's the correct, I think it's the correct solution. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Graff. Commissioner Stein. Thank you, Chair. Um, I think it's probably for the best that the project was denied previously because I think this is a much better project in terms of the scope that you have for the upstairs. I think it makes a lot more sense to utilize square footage that, that was not um, looked at previous and it's going to get um, a significant amount of more more seats. Um, just to echo some of the other sentiment, I mean, I, we, we had no issues with the color. I think is beautiful. It's like Capitola, vibrant. Um, the signage seems perfectly fine. I actually I do like the concept. I would be, um, you know, willing to of course discuss hours of operation like we did for cultivar, just because you do have residents um, and it is a more quieter end of town. But I think conceptually, um, it's it's a good idea. I did not see this until this meeting. I did not see this as late mail. So um, just to digest it a little further, I think conceptually. Um, I just agree with uh, Commissioner's uh, Feller's sentiment around the parklets. I, I like the barrier. Um, I think the barrier is something that we're, we were trying to achieve and that um, is solving some of that safety concern um, as well. But uh, I'm, I might be a little, I think we're gonna continue here. So I'm looking forward to seeing kind of a full flesh design and understand all the full seats that you're trying to achieve. Um, I think it was a great suggestion. I was thinking about the lamppost myself. I didn't know if that's feasible. So I'm assuming if that's feasible with our city, then that would be an um, excellent solution. Um, I've got no issues with where the trees are placed here. I was feeling it was slightly congested as well, Commissioner Graff. Um, not to take out seating, but as, as, a, as a general concept to lean towards this design, I don't know if there's a way for any extra space in there, but um, I mean, overall, of course, we'd like to get you over the line and I think a continuance is going to make sense, um, but would just be curious to see kind of where we land on this, on this concept. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Saad. Commissioner Feller. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, I would um, completely support moving forward with a parklet solution. Um, I do not think that the bump out is uh, viable for all the reasons that we've stated in study session and the, the last hearing and and we've talked about a little bit tonight. Um, I'd be uh, interested about uh, you looking and exploring more, you know, taking this conceptual sketch 
uh, looking at the ramp. I'm, I'm not sure I'm, I'm really a huge fan of the ter what you're calling terrace seating there uh, because it, it, it is really part of the congestion, uh, but really focus on the, on the ramp for accessibility issues to get um, those, those that need a ramp into, into the building properly, safely, and obviously to building code. Uh, and really uh, look at your upstairs seating, um, which I do like that idea. I do think uh, we did talk about hours of operation at our last hearing in July, and I believe Commissioner Saad, you were talking about 10, 10 p.m., and, and you made specific reference to that balcony and, and needing to you know, clo close that off or sound seal that. Um, uh, I don't know if 10 o'clock is the right time or there's another time or earlier. I have no idea. We should talk about that. But, uh, you know, to me, um, I, I would just, I think this, this is the obvious way forward. I think that this is an equitable way forward in terms of the program that is being rolled out here in the city uh, that every other uh, business operator is going to have to conform to, whether they do now or they have to come into conformance, this will be the standard, and I'm referring to the Parklet program specifically, um, that a lot of time was spent on benchmarking that with other jurisdictions, and uh, Chair Luxembourg spent a lot of time with that, with some of the language in there, and uh, that was developed with Department of Public Works and CDD, so I think it's a good document. Uh, I would just, I would completely abandon what, what we're referring to as the bump out. I, uh, that to me is, would not, would not achieve support, at least for me. And I want to be very clear clear about that. I don't want to mince words because I, I want I, I want to get a, a project completed here. I, I want to get, you know, the the scaffolding down and I want this to be a vibrant part of town again. Uh, I have no issues in terms of the architecture of the facade um, or the, the paint colors that we looked at before. I'm assuming those are the same that we looked at in July. There's no change there. Um, uh, the applicant's shaking his head, so just for the record, for those who can't see him, he, that's a affirmative. So um, th th to, to me, I would be ready to make a motion to continue this. I, I'm not, I I'd actually don't want to give the first date in May because I actually think there's a lot more coordination here, and I, I don't want to set this up to fail. I, I would propose a later date in, in May just to give proper time to really as chair you said you know do this right get you know dot your i's cross your t's talk to whatever neighbors you need to and any other uh, uh city officials that, that or or authorities with jurisdiction that you need to 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 get it right get it back to us get something approvable to us and and we're we're right behind you uh thank you commissioner feller uh so i have some additional comments first uh, there was a comment made about aesthetics. To me, this is not about aesthetics. It's about circulation and the flow of traffic through through the downtown, through Bridgeway. Uh, you know, the parklets have some issues, but you know, it's a sort of a Paris kind of thing down near Venice that you now own. People walk through it. it, it, it you know, it's an, a festive environment, and in walking around something. Bridgeway is different than El Portel, and that keeps being brought as an example, but it's different. So, okay, I will we'll see. I need a vote of the commission because we closed that part of the hearing, uh, but I, I appreciate that. So, I, I think that um, the 
the number of seats, I mean, you need to look at that, whether that works. That might be a little too crowded. I have to say that had we approved this eight months ago, you would have, instead of having 90 seats or 80 seats or whatever we end up with, you would have had um, 30 seats. So th this is vastly improved. So I'm not sure on the outside you need as many as that, but maybe you do, maybe it works. Just look at the standards. We want a five-foot clearance so people can walk by. We need to move the pole. We need to look at the trees and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I think, you know, so it's, to me, it's not the aesthetics of the outside. It's the flow. And I as much as outdoor seating is great, this doesn't work unless we were to widen the whole street. And if you widen the whole street, there's be a problem with loading at Casa Madrona and whatever. So, so uh, in my mind, you know, th this approach, of the, and this is my point, eight months ago is uh, what the study says and is, is the way we need to go. Uh, and uh, with regard to the timing, uh, be advised that getting stuff two hours before this meeting is not how we want to do business. Uh, we, we, we want to now see, we're putting in new processes. As you saw, they're making things very efficient at, at the counter. But the other thing we're doing for the commission is getting us stuff 10 days ahead. In order for us to get stuff 10 days ahead, staff has to have a few weeks to a week two to review it. So getting this to the next meeting is not feasible. We can, we'll have two choices, and I will ask you in a minute about that, of whether or not uh, you want us to do it to a date certain, which means that you need to determine how many day, days it's going to take you to address the issues of the lamppost, of, of you know, the, the number of seats, reviewing the stuff carefully so we have it right, because we don't want to do it a fourth time. We're, we're excited that we're going to get it to a conclusion. Uh, I've been saying for the last, I told this to Director Phipps, that if we were to deny this tonight, it's got to come back because you don't want to build what you got approved for in 2018, and, and, and therefore you, you need a solution, and, and so we're nowhere. So we're happy to see that this will solve your handicap issue, this will solve uh, you know, a, a vote that you, you can get through this commission. So uh, with that, I'm going uh, to ask a question of you. Uh, how quickly, given all that you heard, given you have to check the plumbing codes on all of these issues, how, and, and you, you do something from a sketch to, to an actual submittal, how long will that take to a plan that's not going to change again? So I'll let Mr. Lampert do that. It's a, it'll take as quickly as, it, as we don't get nitpicked to death. Yeah. Uh, already we're talking that the Commissioner Feller doesn't like the ramp. I mean, the ramp that you see designed there is exactly the code and it's the minimum requirement. That's what it's going to look like to take care of the steps that the city originally put in. So the, the steps were the original problem. This is not great, but that's the solution. Uh, and then he'll answer. But just talking about El Portel, I just want you to make sure you understand. I have one of my locations is across from El Portel. When a ferry boat unloads and the bicycles turn in there and the buses come around, that corner, that street will make Bridgeway look like any town USA, and that will be Broadway in New York. The congestion, and it's mixed congestion. What we have is some bicycles and, and some pedestrians. You've got bicycles, you've got pedestrians, you got ferry boat unlo unloading, you got bicycles turning in and coming out. It's nuts there. So uh, it's a little disingenuous to say, oh, that's not at all. El Portel is not at all Bridgeway. It's going to be worse. That's all I want to say. 
I still like the other solution, by the way. The other solution is elegant, works much better. I know it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. The sidewalk, you don't have to widen any streets. We're widening the sidewalk to seven feet. Seven feet, that's the biggest sidewalk we have in Sausalito. Anyway, go ahead. I, I, uh, I, I'm gonna have Michael address the timing thing. Yeah. You have two hearings in May. Uh, we, ha we thought we could make the one on May 10th. If you don't think so, then we ask for a date certain to your second uh, hearing in May. I think it's the uh, 24th. 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 Yeah. And um, I want to point out one thing. When this comes back to you, uh, Okay, I, I'm just. I am going to ask one. I just want to ask one question. But we're trying to make a, a motion here. We're not. We don't want to get back into the debate of the design. The but please bear in mind, we're seeing this a sketch, right. a sketch, for the first time here on the dais, not not before. So what we don't want to do is set you as the applicant up to fail. We do not like to continue hearings. We really actually do not particularly if the reason is that you didn't have enough time or there's incomplete information. We don't want to do that. We do not want to set you up to fail. That's why uh, in our deliberations up here, I'm suggesting the second date in May just because of the time frame. So if I, make I just I want to be clear with that. And Director Phipps, do you want to no, add to I just, that? I just, wait, I just want to clarify something because I, I want you to have as much information as you have. So. We, we want you to look at, uh, you know, you're saying you need that for the doors. Can the doors be inset slightly? Can, can the, the park lid, no, I don't want you to answer. I'm just giving you, can the doors be set back? So can the park lid, uh, th those chairs be turned the other way or whatever? Look at all of those things, and when you come back, define what is code and you can't solve but there might be other solutions, like in setting the doors, because that, that might help you. Whatever those things are, you're, we're, we're trying to uh, uh, have constant flow, and so the narrower you can make it, there are requirements, you know, but if you can inset the doors into the building, then maybe that doesn't have to come out as far. Maybe that can happen, but make those decisions. But based on that, you said you could have these plans in seven days, so my question is, with all the issues, you have to address all of them. Can you do that in seven days? And then based on that information, we're going to ask Director Phipps and Mr. Toff what date that they can turn this around to get it to us for a meeting. 
So are you saying it's seven days or is that unrealistic? I'd like to hear what staff thinks the time. No, that, that's not the way we're going to do this. You tell us what you're going to take to get your plans done. They will then tell us what it's going to take for them to turn around and to submit it to us. I have seven people that work for me. We can drop everything we need to do. I can have it in seven days if that's what's required. And we will cover all the bases and answer all your questions. It's not that it's what required. You just, no, I, I, I don't appreciate your tone. And Mr. Lampert, uh, we, we will take you the plans when we get them and turn them around as fast as we can now. Yeah, okay, so seven days. So with that, uh, Director Phipps and uh, Mr. Taws, uh, I don't wanna put you on the spot. But what, what's a realistic date, given that we'd like to get it back to us 10 days before, because this is going to have some changes? Uh, before Principal Planner Toff speaks, I'd just like to note that noticing is also something that we need to be sensitive to here. And if we were to bring this item before the commission on May 10, we would have to notice tomorrow, uh, which will not allow staff sufficient time to draft the notice. Um, nor review the materials that have been submitted. So what I would recommend uh, and what I would prefer, and I'd like to defer to Neil and his availability and preference, is the May 24 meeting. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Ta. Yeah, I, I, well, I think the, um, <clears throat> what the applicants can do and will certainly try to do, I'm sure they can get plans in fairly readily. Uh, there are a number of changes here that um, as we've found with projects like this, the devil is actually in the details. There's a lot of um, minor code adjustments, and as as uh, Michael has said, um, whatever they get in will need to get it reviewed by both the Public Works Department and the Building Department. Uh, it sounds like there's gonna be some adjustments to occupancy on the second level, so that's gonna change that floor plan, um, and certainly the dynamics of the the, you know, number one, let me say, I, I'm glad that the commission is uh, finding, you know, value in this solution. Solution, I'm glad the applicants have brought it forward. We wanna do everything uh, we can as well to get this resolved. We know this is not a, uh, a good condition. It's an eyesore, it's been going on too long. That said, we like it's been said tonight, we wanna make sure it's done right, get it back to a hearing, but get it back with something we can have a resolution of approval and be you know ready to bring it forward uh, based on this direction um, but we would need to once we get the plans we have to give it to public works we have to give it to building department to review um, there may be new applications here in terms of what director phipps was referring to in terms of noticing uh, i think we're now looking at a tree removal um, permit to remove and replace street trees, and that's probably fine. Uh, we're looking at what I think would be a parklet proposal as part of the application, as part of the encroachment permit. So the details on that parklet, the program that's described, um, how it fits in that, we'll not only need to um, you know, just turn it around, but we have to sort of do our analysis and comment on that as well. So to be on, in all honesty, the 24th would be a challenge we can shoot for it but I think we'd have to have enough material and review done in order to meet a noticing deadline for all those permits so I sort of say that with a disclaimer I think that's that's a that's a tricky ask um, 
Okay. A variety of logistical re um, reasons, but we could shoot for it. So, well, hold on. I've, I've got a question for Principal Planner Toft. Sorry. Uh, okay. Thank you. So, Neil, are, are you suggesting or are you thinking conservatively to move this to a date certain in June because May, May entirely is too tight? Um, well, I think our, our preference is to a date uncertain, and we'll just get it turned around as fast as we can. And um, But you could do the 1st of June. In either case, we're probably still going to have to re-notice it. Yeah. If we do a date certain, so we don't do, necessarily you, you, have to re-notice it if we know what the date is. No, we have to re-notice any new permits and the oh, new, new dynamics permits. to the any application. Permits. But I, I'm going to suggest something, because I'm going to hopefully this doesn't put a monkey wrench in it. We want to get we want to get your your building done. So, uh, if I'm understanding this, the parklet submittal, which will come to us, is going to be really separate from the building in some respects. And so, if we separate that permit out, the street to remo removal is a public works approval, not a planning commission approval. So, if we separate those out, you could come back whether it's the last one in May or the f first one in June. Uh, with but with the parklets, but they can go on their own pace, and that way, and they should go on their own pace, and that way we can get the building done, and so, uh, and that way you, you might not have the noticing problem, but we might want to re-notice anyways, but because the parklet thing is coming out, and because it's going to be separate from that, so. you have a noticing problem anyway. Okay, so we'll we'll re-notice. That's not the issue, but. Um, so uh, the question is, I'm going to go back to Director Phipps. Do, do we want to go for for the last one in May or the first one in June, for uh, and then have the parklets? We'll we'll do them both at the same time. But if one is running the head of the of the other, at least they can get their construction done, which is what's holding them up right now, because the parklet's not holding them up. Uh, let me ask Mr. Lampert. Is that? You're not going to hear a hammer there during the summer. Uh, you can hate that structure as much as you want, but I'm not touching it okay. until November. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just that when the rain comes, we, we'll tear it all down. And also keep in mind, when you're talking about all this occupancy stuff and everything, you're talking about, what, a month or two in the whole year. The rest of the time, that place is pretty scattered and empty. It's not what you think it is. Uh, so time is not of the essence. I, okay. uh, whatever works is better. I would like a date certain so that he, can, he has a target. Uh, but I'll leave that. You guys sort that out with uh, with the architect. He's the one that's okay. to do the work. But I, you know. I'm going to suggest the following. Uh, I'm going to suggest the first meeting in June uh, for the date certain. Uh, I'm going to encourage, and I know CDD would have done this anyways, that uh, that Mr. Rex said seven days. Let's get it in in seven days. And then I would suggest that if you have questions of the plans at that point, you're going to meet with uh, Mr. Rex and Mr. Lampert to resolve those questions. So you will have time to, to have those meetings. So we're going to assume this is based on getting the stuff from Mr. Rex in seven days, and we're going to go uh, to a date certain of June so whatever. June so I'm going to make a, a motion then just to move this along. Okay. Okay. You. I'd like to uh, make a motion to uh, continue this item. Uh, let me just get the number. So uh, continue item 2022-00184 to a date certain of June 14th uh, with the direction to the applicant to um, uh, pursue the, the, the parklet
uh, plan. Second. Okay. Commissioner Saad? Yes. Commissioner Graff? Yes. Commissioner Feller? Yes. Vice Chair Junius? Yes. Chair Luxembourg? Yes. Motion passes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next item on the agenda is, I believe, adjournment. Adjournment. So moved. Second. second. Thank you. All in favor. Thank you, commissioners. Thank you, Director Phipps. Thank you.